Alright guys, what's going on? Guess what? Brand new battery in the uh, headphone amplifier and I left it on last time I did a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely brand new battery. And now it is D-E-A-D dead. Just tried to rinse this glass out a little bit. It's not the cleanest uh, glass in the world. I get a little lint in there from a paper towel, but it's going to have to do because... Um, yeah, most of my glassware is dirty at the moment for some reason. Roommates, right? Can't live with them. Can't shoot them. Uh, got some water. From the big B. The big B. Sometimes I go to the C. Sometimes I go to the B. Most of the time I go to the B because the B is closer to me. I'm just rhyming tonight, I guess. Man, I hate not having headphones. I like to be able to just be in the zone and dial everything in. Keeps me from hearing any of the other shit that goes on in the street, downtown, down downstairs, um, wherever. Very discombobulated already. Oh, man, I cannot believe it. It's a brand new battery, guys. Anyway, that's that. I'm going to go ahead and pour this beer and then we're going to talk about some beer tonight, guys. This is, I think I'm getting sick, by the way. I don't know. This this thing didn't even like hiss when I opened it up. It's not flat. Um, quite possibly. No, there's there's a little bit of a little bit of something happening right there. A little bit of percolation. Um, yeah, I think I might have the the coronavirus, guys. I don't know. I'm not um, feeling the best of sorts. I got a little new angle going on too. I'm all over the place already. Um, normally I do it on a wide shot and you get the logo and the on-air sign and a couple different things in there. I've got the tripod a little lower today so it's kind of a maybe a little bit more of an up angle. I don't know if that's good or not. It's probably going to go up into my nose or something. Um, you probably can't see my even my shirt is good as well as you normally can but I've also got it, it's got a narrow, a wide, and a, and a medium setting. I normally have it on the wide setting, like I just said. This time I tried, um, I'm trying the um, the medium setting. So it's going to be a little crunched up, a little closer view. And so we'll see how it looks. I think I maybe have done it once before from somewhere else. Um, I don't know. Who cares, really? It's going to be a different angle. I'll probably notice. Nobody else will notice. So, yeah, I think I have the coronavirus. Not really, but I'm definitely getting sick. I have a, so if I clear my throat a little bit more than usual, or I might even have a coughing spell, or my, my eyes might get all watery. I don't know what's going to happen during the show. It's not going to be very long. Be as long as it's going to take, really. <laughs> it's always as long as, as it takes, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've got. I woke up this morning, kind of last night, I went to bed with a, um, a lot of drainage going on, uh, the oncoming of what I felt like a sore throat, and now it has become a sore throat today. It's kind of itchy, sore, dry, <clears throat> a lot of phlegm stuff going on, uh, drainage going on down the throat, a little bit of an earache in my left ear. So, what can you do, man? Might have the first... Um, the first case of the coronavirus in South Carolina. 
think I just saw that they had their, they had their first case now in Illinois. I think the last report I saw there was 191 deaths. I think let's uh, let's do some fact checking here. Let's do some news, news, weather, and sports. Right, that's what I used to do. Um, I was in Amherst Leadership School there in the Air Force. One of the the things that they had us do was uh, we had to get together. We had teams of three that we would get together and do. We had to film a segment every week, and we had to present it. It was on Fridays. We presented it. It was called News, Weather, and Sports. So the three of us would get together, and one of us would present the news. One of us would present the sports, and guess what? Somebody else would present the weather. So it was kind of a fun thing we did. It was just, I think it was, uh, it was team building. It was teamwork. It was um, public speaking, of course. Uh, you know, you had to get up in front of the whole class and present this thing. It was um, uh, projects, you know, uh, running projects and project management, time management, all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was part of the class. I really enjoyed it. Right now, let's see, coronavirus update. No. Coronavirus update. Let's see what this says. Opinions. Flu remains big as health risk. China's virus battle unites people, protects oil. I don't fucking know, man. I'm tired of looking at it already. But, you know, I could have the first confirmed um, outbreak in South Carolina. So I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you abreast of that. And we'll see what happens from here on out. So, yeah, I'm just getting sick. And, of course, I got to work the rest of the weekend. Work kind of sucked tonight. It was about half the amount of business that we normally do there at Homegrown Brew House, 117 South Main Street. Had uh, Eric Barnett. Oh, speaking of Eric Barnett. So, yeah, he was supposed to bring me a damn power cord for this headphone amplifier. And he, he played tonight at Homegrown. Did not bring it. Uh, he even... Mentioned it as soon as it came in. Ah, forgot your power cord. I'm like, okay, great, man. And now I'm without power. I let my battery run dry. So I'm, I'm blaming Eric Barnett is what I'm doing, I guess, at this moment. Eric, blaming you, buddy, because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And I didn't do what I was supposed to do either. Oh, by the way, the uh, music at the intro there, I heard that it worked tonight. I had on, we listen to iHeartRadio there at work, or I do, anyway. I play uh, playlists through there. And the playlist I had going tonight was a band called Tantric. I don't know if you've heard of Tantric. Let's look that up. Band called Tantric. So that was the playlist that I had going. And I heard this song, the song that you heard at the beginning of the podcast, uh, come up. Tantric Band. So that song that you heard, of course, was in the air tonight, which is originally by Phil Collins. Might have been by Genesis. I'm not sure, actually. But I know Phil Collins does it, but I think it might have been originally a Genesis song, which includes Phil Collins. But Tantric is an American rock band from Louisville, Kentucky, United States. The group was founded in 1998 by former Days of the New members, Todd, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so they're from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, rock band. So I had that plugged in. This came up by a band called Nonpoint on that station, and they did a cover of In the Air Tonight. So that's what you heard at the front of the podcast. I thought it was pretty good. I figured it was a good way to start the podcast. What's in the air tonight? The coronavirus. That's what's in the air tonight. 
been trying to get this podcast done for the past two days, but you know what's happened? The past two days, I've gotten drunk the past two days. Not drunk. I've had a little too much to drink, and I've come home, and I've been like, screw that, I'm going to bed. Um, I think Tuesday night? What did I do last night? I don't even remember, but the past two nights, I drank too many beers, and I didn't really feel like doing the podcast, and just uh, put it on the back burner and said, I'll do it another day. It's not a big deal. But what I've wanted to do, and I, I put a post out there on Instagram earlier in the week saying that upcoming the upcoming show was going to be my review or my brewery tour of all the Lowcountry breweries here in Charleston and Somerville proper, so... That's what I'm going to attempt to do tonight. I hope I don't piss anybody off. That's not my intent. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I may sugarcoat a little bit, but um, I'm going to. I'm going to try and be honest. I'm going to. I'm going to give my. It's one person's view, guys. Opinion. Don't get butt hurt about it. I'm going to give my. And nobody listens to this fucking show anyway. So I'm going to give my opinion and my breakdown of all 27 of the breweries that are currently in the Low Country, and I. That's what's listed on the internet. That's what I know of. You know, I rattled off the top of my head. I was putting it into my phone. Um, the breweries that I knew were off the top of my head. And I hit every single one of them. And I even texted my brother the list. And I said, hey, is this all the breweries? I thought there was more breweries than this. Because I, I keep hearing the number of like 31 or 32 breweries. But I only came up with 27. So if there's more than that, please let me know if I'm missing somebody. Um, I think what people are doing is they're counting a couple other side projects that I'm going to get into and they're counting those as separate breweries, but I don't really count them as separate breweries. They're part of other breweries. So that's what's going to happen tonight. We're going to break down all the 27 breweries in the low country. I'm going to give you my opinion, my review, what I know about them. And I'm, I'm no expert. I, I've been to the majority of them. A couple of them I have not uh, gotten around to yet, but it's going to be my opinion. We're going to start off <clears throat> with two right here because the first thing I have right here in front of you is a growler, a mini growler, a 32-ounce growler from Holy City Brewing. We'll start off with three, uh, three of them, actually. I poured that beer that's in there into this Freehouse Brewing glass, and the beer that is in there is Space Roll from Charles, uh, Charles, Charlestown Fermentary. So what is Space Roll? Space Roll is from Charlestown Fermentary. It's a New England style IPA. It's 6.6% ABV alcohol by volume. Uh, no IBUs are listed on this beer. It is hopped with Belma and Mosaic. Uh, has ripe peach, honeydew, and mild strawberry notes to it. It's got an average rating of 4.03 on untapped, which is what I use uh, when I log my beers and I talk about beers and I review beers, whatever. That's the, the going thing, I guess, right now. So this is Space Roll. We have this uh, right now at, at uh, Homegrown Brew House. I like it. I mean, if you like uh, New England-style IPAs, it's a good one. And that's what we'll talk about first, I guess. We have three of these, oh, actually we have two of these beers on right now from Charlestown Fermentary. We had the Sun Gazer, which is one of my favorites from these guys. And uh, it just kicked tonight, as a matter of fact. So we no longer have the Sun Gazer, but we do have the Space Roll. Man. And uh, we have the uh, Double Elevation, which, uh, you know, me and uh, another customer today were sitting there trying to figure out, because they spelled 
elevation, E L L A vation. And we know that's not how you spell elevation. Um, we did look it up, and there is a such thing um, as an Ella hop, which is E L L A hop. And Ella hop used to be something else when we looked it up. Let's look that beer up real quick. God, I'm ar- this is already going to be too long of a podcast because I was not going to do any of this extra bullshit. I was just going to break down the breweries, in my opinion. And uh, we're already going off on a tangent here. So double elevation, when I looked it up, it had no description on it. All it said was bright mango, cantaloupe, and hint of watermelon. And then if I looked up... <clears throat> Ella Hop. It said, oh, formerly known as Stella. It's an Australian uh, aroma variety of hop. So it's now called Ella. I don't know why they changed the name. I, th- I think Stella's a cooler name, actually. So what we were thinking is, and I'd have to ask the brewery, the brewery itself, I guess, and maybe they can comment on this post, but what we figured was maybe they used Ella Hops in that beer. Uh, double elevation, and that's why they spelled it the way they did. So, but let's talk about Charlestown fermentary first. Um, I had um, uh, Charlestown, uh, Charleston Brew. Uh, Char- <laughs> what the, the hell is the name of his Instagram handle? Hold on a second. Jesus Christ, I was not prepared at all. I thought I was. I got a whole bunch of notes, and um, but I was not really prepared. So Charleston Brewery List. Um, what was I even saying? Anyway, go to Charleston Charles, Charleston Brewery List on Instagram and follow him. He was on the podcast and uh, it was a fantastic episode. Talked a lot about Charlestown Fermentary. So if you want to learn more about this brewery, uh, listen to that episode. And um, shit, I'm going to have to look it up now. I'm going to have to tell you guys what episode this was. Because now it makes sense to tell you what episode it was. So you can go back and listen to it. And let's view channel. What I'm doing is I'm going on YouTube to the Craft Conversations channel on YouTube. And I'm going to go back and look. And see what episode that was. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Damn, it was way further back than I thought it was. Yeah, so we had Kyle on. It was episode 087. So Kyle Wallace, he runs uh, the Charleston Brewery List on Instagram. Go follow him. He also works there at the Charlestown Fermentary. Um, Great dude. We had a great uh, episode. Really fun. Episode 087. I'll keep this open because I might talk about a couple more episodes here. But I've only been there a handful of times. You know, when they first opened up, I went over there with my brother. And a fantastic space. I love the space, the interior of it. Um, they do some pop-up stuff. They have a little small kitchen there. They don't actually do their own food. I don't know if they do any. I, don't, I still don't think they do, according to the podcast that I did with Kyle. Um, they do some pop-ups. People come in and just kind of rent their kitchen and, and do the little pop-up thing. <clears throat> they also have some food trucks to come over there, I believe. Uh, they got this fantastic um, garage door that opens up to the street when the weather permits, and they, they open that thing up, and it's it's just you hear the hustle and the bustle of Avondale there. That's where it is, Avondale over in West Ashley. 
Love the space. Um, everything I've tasted over there is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, I would say that they are probably the New England style IPA guys of the low country. I think they do it the best out of anybody out there. Uh, of course, other people do it as well, but these guys got, got the hook on it, I think. So if, if you want a New England style IPA, go to uh, CTF, Charlestown Fermentary is what I would say. Fantastic space. Every beer that I've had from them is a good beer. Um, from their from their sours to their stouts to their porters to their New England style. But if you really want New England style IPAs, these are the guys to go to. The only the only negative thing I would say about their brewery, and I haven't toured their brewery. I've talked to, to you know to this guy Kyle. I've, I've had a bunch of their beer. We always get it up there at Homegrown. You can almost always find a Charlestown fermentary beer on tap. Uh, we like these guys a lot. And I'm not speaking for Homegrown Brew House, by the way. This is Brian Dale speaking. Only me. The views you hear tonight are only mine. Um, the only complaint I would have is the parking over there. Avondale just sucks, man. If you go over there and the hustle and bustle of the day to try and find a parking space, it's just... I always have a hard time. Maybe somebody knows the rules and somebody knows um, a better way to get over there and park. But, shit, a lot of times I'll end up parking down. There's, I'll go... Through, through Avondale, and I'll go down over on the left. There's an old church over there, and I'll park at the church and just walk my ass down the street. It's a little bit of a walk, you know, a quarter mile or something back to the back to the Avondale area. Uh, but you got a lot of stuff you can do there, but the parking is just horrible, man. And every everywhere you try and park is a tollway zone. Um, there's a few parallel parking spaces on the street. Uh, there's a few pull-in spots, you know, angled spots here and there. But it seems like everywhere you try and park is parking only for such and such place or towing enforced or don't park on the street or don't park here, don't park in the grass. <clears throat> and I'll end up circling the damn block five times. And, and sometimes I'll just bolt. I'll be like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not even going to try and park here anymore. So great beer. They are the kings of the New England style IPA game. Parking sucks. That's all I'm going to say. So let's go into, let's go into Freehouse Brewery. Freehouse uh, used to frequent there quite often, um, and I'm not sure the hours on Charlestown Fermentary, by the way. But used to to hit up Freehouse Brewery quite often, but the hours just weren't very conducive. Um, you know, I, I try and go down there, and they may have changed their hours up now too. I just haven't been over there in a while, but the hours just weren't conducive. Every time I was down in that area. I would look up the brewery and, and they didn't open until four o'clock or they weren't open on that day at all. But when they are open and I've been over there, it's a fantastic spot. The bartenders are uh, very pleasant to deal with. Um, I love their hoodoo stout. That's one of my favorites that they do over there. I look forward to that every time they brew it, <clears throat> and especially their barrel aged versions of that. They always try and put it in a different type of whiskey barrel or rye barrel or some, some type of barrel. I think they maybe even done some rum at one point. Uh, so that's probably the most well-known for me that I like over there. I, I drink their Green Door IPA quite often as well because, um, it, you know, it's a classic kind of American West Coast style IPA, which I'm more of a fan of. The New England style is okay. Um, I'm kind of over the craze. You've heard me talk about it quite often. I don't know. It's not that it's bad. I'm just kind of over it. I, I prefer the hoppier, more bitter versions, uh, the West Coast style versions of the IPAs. So, I'd prefer to have that 
that's not available. I'll drink the New England style IPA. But so Freehouse, it's a great spot, man. It's right there. You look out off the back deck, outside, out the brewery, out the back deck. You got a fantastic um, panoramic view of the Ashley River, some of the marsh right there. It does, you know, if I had a complaint about the place, in the beginning it was kind of tiny. They've expanded some of the space there. And uh, it's a little hard to find sometimes too, but the biggest problem that I had or that I have with Freehouse when I go, in particular during the summertime and the springtime, is the bugs out there. It, uh, you know, the, the noceums and the gnats and uh, mosquitoes and stuff will just eat you up. But, you know, it's right there off the water. There's a lot of standing water. Um, it's marshy area. You're going to have that. And they, they normally have some bug spray out there to kind of take care of that. They'll have food trucks out there. I think they do some live music as well still. Uh, I'm not sure about the live music scene there at the fermentary, but um, they definitely still do some there at Freehouse. Freehouse makes some great beer. I've never really had a bad beer from Freehouse. Um, and that's really all I can say about it. You know, we have a, occasionally we have some on tap there at Homegrown Brew House. Everything I've had from them, I've, I've enjoyed. Um, I really don't have a bad thing to say about it. So my only complaint would be just the bugs over there, I guess, and maybe the hours of operation. I wish they were open more more days or open uh, more hours. You know, they used to be, which would be the next guys I talk about, they used to be right there around the corner from Holy City Brewing, which uh, Holy City has moved, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But <clears throat> it just stood to reason to me, and maybe they just didn't have the staffing or the money or the time uh, to do it, but it seemed like to me they should have been open the same hours and, and days that Holy City was open, and the same thing with Polly's Island that I'll talk about here shortly. Uh, they kind of were a trifecta right there off of Dorchester Road. It seemed like they all should have kind of carried the same uh, the same hours, so that way you could you could go over there and do a brewery tour of those three breweries anytime you wanted to. But you had to kind of hit it on the right day to kind of get all three of them at the same time. So good brewery, I like Free House. Don't visit it often enough. I need to get back over there and see those guys and gals. Uh, what's next? Um, probably one of my favorite breweries in town, Holy City Brewing Company. Um, you may ask, why are they my favorite? Well, I just think they have the whole package for me and, um, most definitely, most definitely <laughs> since they've moved to their new location, their old location off of Dorchester road, rustic. I mean, it was probably one of the first breweries that I actually went to in town. Matter of fact, a funny story. And I think I may have talked about it one time, uh, when Caleb was still with the show, but uh, my brother and a, a friend of ours named Steve got together one night and went over to Avondale. And right down the street from where Fermentary is, there's a place called the Oak or the Oak Barrel or Oak Tavern, Oak Barrel Tavern, something, some kind of tavern over there. And they had advertised, uh, this was back before Instagram or anything. Um, I think it was just uh, an email or my brother maybe saw it on the internet somewhere. Who knows where we saw it, but. They had advertised that Holy City, a new brewery in town, was showcasing two of their new beers, uh, doing a, a beer release at, at this tavern over there in Avondale. And it was an IPA and it was a porter. And I don't think it was the Pluff Mud Porter. I think Pluff Mud Porter is something that came along later. I think this was just one of the original porters that they had made, probably the original, you know, testings 
of what finally became Pluff Mud Porter, which is probably one of their most popular beers now. But we went over there and tried these two beers, man, and we got the porter to begin with. I don't even, I think none of us even finished drinking it. It was abysmal. It was horrible. We did not like it whatsoever. We uh, ordered the second beer that they were uh, showcasing that night, which was an IPA. It was better. It was drinkable. We drank it. Didn't really give a whole lot of more thought to the Holy City Brewing. And uh, next thing you know, it's uh, one of the biggest breweries in uh, the low country, probably. I don't know. I don't know, you know, um, distribution-wise or, you know, barrel-wise, if they're one of the biggest in town. But they're definitely one of the biggest names in town, I think. And I just loved them ever since, you know, we started going to their location there in Dorchester. It started off at just a real, the same space, but it was just real small. They had a couple um, space heater um, two or three space heaters there in their warehouse that uh, had a little rim around it that you could put your glasses up on. And, uh, you know, we'd go over there in the wintertime, and they just had these space heaters kicked on. Uh, no bar at that time. I think they had a little uh, whiteboard that had, you know, their four or five beers that they had um, at the time that you'd just go in there and order a couple beers. And you stood around these uh, space heaters, or in the summertime you stood around outside at maybe, you know, one of the two benches that they had out there. And then it just grew into this big thing where they had 20, 20 to 25 beers on tap at all times, a uh, huge staff, a huge uh, wraparound bar, uh, TVs. They had live music at one point. They allowed uh, pets out there at one point, which they stopped doing. And just as they grew more and more, I just fell more in love with them. They, the biggest thing was they always had a plethora of beer on tap and you, you always had a, a wide selection of stuff that you could choose from, from a from a lager and Pilsner all the way up to, you know, their Collision Stout, which is one of my favorite stouts in the Low Country. And um, yeah, so from the people to the food that they started uh, finally doing with their kitchen, to the selection of beer, to their location, just the whole ball of wax. I've loved Holy City for a long, long time, and I visit them quite often. They have a new space now. They've closed down vacated their other location. I've heard that maybe another brewery is going to buy that location or get into that location and start something there. So that might be uh, regenerated and re-tapped re, uh, as a new brewery. But they have now moved off of Aragon Avenue, uh, off of Sproul, right behind the Codfather there in the Park Circle kind of vicinity area. So go out there and visit their new location. It's two stories. They got pool tables multiple TVs. They got uh, now have heating and air on the inside. Um, a nice little uh, room when you first walk in with some, some gear, some, some Holy City gear that you can get. A nice outdoor area. They're, they still got lots more that they're doing with that space. Um, they're going to have an outdoor pavilion at one point in the future, I've heard. Maybe a kayak, a kayak launch as well. So these guys are doing it, man. They've, they've been around a long time. They're one of the original breweries in town. And they're doing great things, and they've moved on. They also, and I think this is one of the places that I'm talking about that people count as maybe a brewery here in the Lowcountry. They've opened up a, another location called the Baker and Brewer, which is not a new brewery. It's Holy City Brewing Company beer. But they actually brew on site there, from what I understand. I haven't been to this thing yet. I need to. But they teamed up with uh, Evo Pizza, uh, which is there in Park Circle, so now you can get your beer from Holy City, and you also get Evo Pizza, so Baker Brewers. 
And um, it's supposed to be fantastic from what I've heard. People love it when they go down there. And from what I understand, you know, I talked to Paul, as a matter of fact, there. He's the uh, the PR guy kind of uh, over there at Holy City. I talked to him on episode 84, the Holy City episode. So go out there and listen to that. It's a real short 13-minute episode. He was busy. He's a busy guy. We had very little time to talk about the new location, but... I went over there before it was even finished. It was way just kind of a gutted building, and they were just starting to piece it all together. But got a little scoop on what they had planned on doing, and it's turned out to be phenomenal. And uh, we talked about the Baker and Brewer on that episode, and I just I haven't got around to getting over there. But So check those guys out. Holy City is probably, probably my top three. If I'm going to go somewhere, Holy City is going to be in my top three places I, I choose to go. So, All right. We're uh, spending way too much time on all this, but uh, it's fun, right? It's fun. It's a good time. Yep, we're already fucking 29 minutes into this thing, and I've only gone through three of the 27 brewers. We're going to speed it up a little bit, guys, because I don't have all night. It's midnight already. Who else should we talk about? Let's talk about Common House. So we're talking about Park Circle, Common House Ale Works. If you're looking for a spot to go hang out and... Um, just have an old, nice town, country feel, uh, relaxing. Um, if you like dogs, if you like music, they have just built the perfect spot over there in Park Circle. If you're looking for a destination to go hang out with friends outside when the weather is, is permitting and just have a nice social environment uh, that includes animals, and music and just a good time that's the place to go this place has built a phenomenal facility over there off park circle they have an outdoor pavilion for uh, live music um, a nice giant rock area with some nice adirondack chairs some rocking chairs whatever the kids go out there and play they have a good time it's a real family oriented brewery the um the other kind of fenced in area has a nice long picnic tables social tables that you can sit at and socialize with other people again rocking chairs uh, barrels set up as tables just a real nice um, brewery feel to it and then they have of course the inside and the inside has uh, garage doors that can open up again weather permitting you can close it down temperature controlled uh, plenty of bathroom spaces which is one thing I like about the new holy city the the bathroom situation at the old holy city was abysmal you had two porta potties and you had one uh single bathroom that you had to share between every all the patrons there they've now got some uh, some nice bathroom facilities there but back to common house uh they got three different bathrooms there single use uh all their tables on the inside are also nice long social tables gathering tables for people to gather and and be social there so their beer um same thing. I, I really haven't found a bad beer at Common House. Everything is pretty solid, um, above average, uh, way above average. I mean, most things would be, you know, if we're, if we're doing the five-star scale off of uh, Untapped, you know, most things I get over there, at least a 375, a lot of them a four, some of them even more than that. Uh, I don't think I've ever really had anything less than a 375 over there. Um, what else? The people are phenomenal. It's a really nice space. I think they, uh, Holy City does as well. I believe Freehouse does. I think all, all these I've talked about so far, I think 
as a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and just make a blanket statement that I think pretty much most of these breweries are first responder and military friendly. They give discounts for that. So check those out. You know, ask for the discount if, if you're so inclined, if you want to. But Common House, man, it's a great spot. Fantastic. And um, they just celebrated, I think, their two-year anniversary, I think, a couple weekends ago. I didn't get to go to it. I really don't go to those things to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't like the crowds. It's just too much for me anymore. I don't go out to all these events and um, tastings and all this stuff anymore. I just I like to go on a lazy day and just when there's very few people there and just relax. You know, I'm around people all day at work as a, as a bartender. I don't know. When I go out to the breweries, I just want to have peace and quiet, <laughs> maybe a little music. And uh, just sip on my beer and just enjoy my day off, really. So, all right, where are we going next? Um, let's go to Edmonds Oast. Edmonds Oast. If you ask anybody around, well, let's say this: if anybody comes in and asks me, you know, where where should I go? Um, I always mention Holy City, of course, but I tell them, you know, Edmonds Oast is probably the place to go at this point. You know, they have, uh, they started off, and people, a lot of people don't know this, they started off brewing a long, long time before the brewery actually opened. They had the uh, Edmonds Oast restaurant off of uh, East Bay down there. They've been brewing for quite a while. I'm not sure exactly how long they've been over there, but Edmonds Oast Brewing has been around for a while, but they actually opened up a brewery there off of, um, I guess that's considered Upper King? I'm not even sure what the road is, but it's over there. It's in the downtown district. They have a thing, and we'll talk about all these guys that, are, that surround this area, but they have, they call the Brewery District, I guess, the Brewery uh, Miles, like all these breweries within a two-mile radius of each other. Um, and we'll talk about all those, I guess, right now. But Edmonds Oast, man, they do fantastic. If you want a sour, if you're into sour beers, my recommendation would be Edmonds Oast. You know, if you want to... A New England style IPA, my recommendation was, like I said, Charlestown Fermentary. Uh, if you want a wide variation of beers, Holy City Brewing Company. They, they do a great job with pale ales and IPAs over there. Classic, more West Coast style, I think, at Holy City. But if you want a sour beer, and if you want a pretty decent stout, in a barrel-aged stout or a barley wine, things like that, kind of two different sides of a scale, I would say go to Edmonds Oast. Um, it's pretty hip with the college crowd, you know, the college Charleston crowd downtown. Um, a lot of the business business owners and people from downtown, uh, the medical society probably from the district down there, MUSC and all those things. Edmonds Oast is uh, one of the places to go. Phenomenal food. It's in a nice little complex where they've got a sushi joint over there. They got. Um, Oh, I should have written down some of these things. Um, God damn it, what is that thing? There's a thing right next to it that's got a bunch of different food joints in, inside this thing. They had their own food menu there. Uh, the Cuban is fantastic over there. If you're over there, get a, get the Cuban. They had a cheesesteak at one time, and they may bring it back occasionally, but it's not there all the time on that menu. But I took my son down there, my oldest son, Brian, and we had a cheesesteak down there when, when we went. That was the first time I ever visited Edmonds Oast uh, Brewery proper, and one of the best cheesesteaks I've ever had in my life, and I've told a million people that, 
and I've never seen it over there again. So I don't know what happened to it. I wish it would come back, but a fantastic cheesesteak over there. So, But if you want a sour, I would say go to Edmonds uh, they also have the uh, Edmonds Exchange, which is right behind or right down the street from Edmonds Restaurant. You can go over there. They got some taps on the wall. You can get some beer. It's a bottle shop as well, package store. So you can go over there and get some uh, some of the different beers from the different breweries around town, the low country. And they also offer some uh, some stuff from outside of the state as well. So you can kind of hit everything you want right there at the restaurant slash exchange. You can get a great meal. You can get their beer, which is different than the beer that they actually sell at the brewery for the most part. But uh, Sours, man, that's where it's at, I think, with Edmunds Oast, in my opinion. And, and phenomenal food, really. And the space is cool. So they, they kind of got a, a good trifecta going over there as well. And, and the people have been real nice every time I've been over there, so... Um, so let's just keep on with, with that theme here. Let's see. Damn it. I should have talked about, let's back up real quick and then we'll come back to that kind of brewery district district thing. So Polly's Island I mentioned is over there used to be where Holy city is and uh, free house is still down the street from those guys, but Polly's Island, it's not actually in Polly's Island, South Carolina. It's actually in, uh, North Charleston, but it's Polly's Island brewing they um they have some weird hours as well they're not open all the time you know edmunds o's holy city they're open pretty much seven days a week i believe both of those guys uh polly's doing great stuff over there uh darren the head brewer um they do great stuff you know i I really enjoy a couple of the different styles they've done here recently called uh uh face uh what the hell is it's called Face down in the mud or face in the mud or down in the mud. Something in the mud. <laughs> they, do a, they do a regular version of that. They do a barrel-aged version. They do a cherry uh, stout version of that. It's a fantastic stout. Uh, I've liked their pale and uh, a couple of their IPAs that they've done. They do a few fruit beers that I'm not too fond of, but if you're, if you're fond of that style of beer, they do that. Uh, they have a fantastic uh, front porch there with some rocking chairs. You can sit and just kind of look out and relax. They are dog-friendly as well, pet-friendly. They have a couple TVs in there. Real nice, clean space. The bar is, the bar is cool. They do a military discount there as well. And um, just a real nice, friendly little bar. I, I don't go there as often as I would like to. Used to be I would do Holy City Brewing, and then I would go right next door to Polly's. Uh, most of the time and kind of hit both of those at the same time. Like I said, I wish Freehouse would have been open as well. I'd hit all three of them at the same time. But um, Polly, man, they, they're, they're great people over there. They're real friendly. Uh, the beers are, are pretty good for the most part. Uh, there's a few things they do that I'm, um, I'm not super fond of. They're not bad, but they're just, uh, I don't know. They're just not my thing, I guess. But the, the pails, the IPAs, the styles that they do, I've been real impressed with. So get over there and talk to, uh, or get over there and see Polly, uh, Polly's Island Brewing Company. So let's head back over to the brewery district. Munkle Brewing is right there in that same area as far as Edmunds Oast goes. Not quite my thing. Um, they're more, let's see if it, let's see if I can get a description of Munkle. I don't know. I haven't been super fond of a lot of this stuff but maybe it's just not my style of beers you know they do mostly i'm looking it up hold on guys 
is a Belgian-inspired production brewery and tap room in downtown Charleston. Say that we love beer does not even begin to scratch the surface of the passion that we share. We have drank beer all over the world, but it is the old and mostly traditional stuff that has really inspired us. So, you know, they do mostly Belgian-inspired beers, like I just said. It's not really my style. It's not really what I'm into, so I don't... I've only been there one time, and when I went in there, they were uh, supposed to be closing about an hour and a half um, from when we went there, but they were having a special, they were closing early for some reason. So when I, we went in there, we had like 15 minutes to get a beer. I got, I think I got a flight of four beers. They were good beers. They just weren't, they're just not my, quite my style. But if you like Belgian style beer, um, get over there to Monkle Brewing Company. They're right around the corner from Evans Oast. Um, I didn't really have a time to, to really enjoy their space that much. And I uh, didn't really get a chance to talk to any of the staff. So I can't give you a whole, the, the best breakdown on Munkle, but my my take on it would be go check it out for yourself and see what you think if you like Belgian-inspired beers. Um, that's really all, all I can say. I'm sorry, guys. Munkle, no offense. I just haven't checked you guys out enough to really give you a fair uh, shake on explaining anything to these guys on the podcast. So uh, next we have Fatty's, which is almost uh, across the street, across the tracks there from... Edmonds Oast. Uh, you can walk pretty much to all these, really, if you if you're into walking. Put some shoes on. You can hit all these without any problem. Um, when my son and I went down, we started at. I'll just give you a breakdown of that real quick. And I know I'm getting long winded here. I got a lot of lot to cover, but we started at Edmonds Oast at 11 o'clock that that morning when they opened. Uh, had a cheese steak, a couple beers. We went uh, down the road to Tradesman, which we'll talk about, walked back up the street, went around the corner to Revelry, which we'll talk about, went from Revelry over to um, Wine and Company, which is down further off of Meeting Street. We walked back to Revelry. We walked over to The Hold, which we'll talk about, and I think that was about it. And it was a lot of walking. We ended up back at the hold at almost 11 p.m. So we spent almost 12 hours walking back and forth between these breweries. And uh, then we Ubered home. So there you go. But you can kind of walk between all these if you're so inclined. Let's go to Fatty's. I don't know. I wasn't super impressed with Fatty's, if I'm being honest. And, you know, I'm always honest on this show. I'm not going to hold any punches back. Again, it's only one guy's opinion. They're, they're open. People like them. I, there's people in there when I've gone in there. I've been over there three times. And um, all three times, I I don't know. I just haven't really enjoyed their beer. I just uh, I had a stout over there that was pretty decent. I can't remember the name of it. Everything else I just felt had, you know, it just was kind of off from what I consider the style should be. Um, the few times I've been over there, I haven't really been impressed with with the hospitality, I, I don't know if I was just an outsider and I wasn't a regular and I just wasn't treated uh, the same as I felt like some of the other patrons were being treated. I don't know. I just, I didn't care for it, guys, is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Hate me if you want to. Maybe you're a Fatty's fan. If you are, that's fantastic. Go drink Fatty's beer. I'm not a big fan. If I was going to, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I'm not, my intent tonight was maybe to rank everybody in the order that uh 
that I see them, but I'm not, I'm not going to do any rankings tonight. I might say, you know, you're at the top or the bottom, but fatties would be, I probably won't go back. Let's put it that way. Um, did my camera die? God damn it. My camera, why is my camera dead? Oh my goodness. I think I knew why. Hold on. We're going to change. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to pause audacity and we'll be right back. Oh, podcasting is so hard, guys. <laughs> it's really, it's really hard. It's really hard. So I forgot to uh, format my my uh, scan disk from the last podcast I did. So it had a whole bunch of video files on there, and uh, you know the card got full. So card gets full, camera cuts off. What can you do? But we're back up and running. So fatties, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. Try it out for yourself. See what you think. But I wasn't a big fan. Um, let's move on to Tradesman, which is down the road from all these guys that I'm talking about, kind of closer down to the Monkle area. And uh, they used to be over in West Ashley. And I get these two islands mixed up. You got James Island, you got John's Island. I get them both mixed up. But it was over there off of one of those two islands. I think it's James Island. I'm not positive. But their old location, man, I don't know. Their new location is nice. I mean, it's much, much bigger it's got much more going on. It's got a bigger brewery, uh, brewing system, uh, much more parking, all that kind of cool stuff. But I like their old location. They had, um, it was um, a two-story house was what it was. And the bottom had a, a nice little bar down there. The original uh, was just at the bottom. And you go out the back door and they had a, a shed area in the back where they had their brewing equipment, a small little operation. And um, I thought their beer was pretty decent right off the bat. Um, you know, it wasn't anything that blew me away. You know, it had a cool theme. You know, it's called Tradesman. So all their tap handles are like uh, wrenches and screwdrivers and pipes and all this kind of stuff. So they kept with the theme. And I really like the theme. All the, the names of the beer are Bricklayer and Circuit Breaker and, you know, all these kind of cool names. They go along with the theme. So they did really well on on the brewery name and the theme. Uh, they kept it consistent, and I liked that a lot. Their beer was good. I mean, I didn't have anything that was, um, you know, that I wouldn't drink. It was kind of middle of the road. And then they kind of expanded up into the upstairs of the house, and they made this really cool bar. Uh, you actually went out, I believe, and went up a, a staircase on the outside and came in. But the upstairs, they made it look like an unfinished room. And it was really finished, but it looked like it was unfinished. So it was kind of like, you know, tradesmen. They were, it was a work in progress type thing. So they had a second bar up there, and I think maybe some dart boards, some pool tables, things like that. I thought it was fantastic. I love their old spot. It was uh, a ways to get to it. I guess it's not any further than going downtown now, but uh, the new location is now in that district area that I'm talking about. Uh, huge space. Uh, I don't know exactly what they're doing out there. I've only been out there one time, maybe twice. Went there with my son. I went one other time with my brother Bruce. And um, I think their beer has gotten better as they progress. They're doing even better beers. They're doing some, a lot of the same beers that they started off with. But I think they've improved those recipes a little bit. Their beer has gotten better. Um, most of them are definitely above a 3.5, uh, a lot in the 3.7 range. I don't know if we really had too many that I would give a four to. 
but the brewery is phenomenal. The people over there is just fantastic. I've talked to a lot of the staff, uh, the owner, the brewers, and uh, just phenomenal people. I don't think they get enough love. Uh, I think they're a little off the beaten path. <clears throat> but I would definitely go give those guys a shot. I don't get over there often enough. Um, I want to get over there and actually do a tour of their new facility and maybe talk to somebody, maybe have somebody on the podcast actually and talk about their transition from the old location to the new location, how they got started, uh, how they started on a small system and now they're doing bigger systems. Uh, they also uh, did what they call some gypsy brewing, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, they had some other breweries that were starting up in the low country use their equipment to brew their beer to get themselves up and running and started. So that's, that's cool that they're sharing their love um, and their passion with other people and giving them the opportunities to, to make their dreams come true. But um, it, they're good. They're solid beer. Tradesmen, uh, we get them on tap quite often at uh, Homegrown as well. And we have Muckle. I don't think we've had any fatties. I'm not sure if fatty is distributing, why we haven't gotten them. But um, anyway, Tradesmen, I would uh, go give them a shot. And I need to get down there and, and try some more of their beers as well. Um, they, they're doing bigger and better things. And I think they're great. They're, they're good people over there. Tradesmen. Love it. But I think one of the ones I'm talking about, we'll talk about them, I guess, is Fat Pig. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Fat Pig used to brew out of Trademan's old location before they opened up their own location, which, again, I'm not sure is James Island or John's Island. I get those confused, but it's over there in that in that direction. I have never made it to Fat Pig's Brewery um, because they're that new and... Because their hours are kind of weird, too. Every time I've been over that direction and said, okay, I'm going to go to Fat Pig, it's either been on some holiday where they weren't opened or it was just a, a day that they weren't open. So I still haven't had a chance to get over there to Fat Pig. I want to get over there and, and try them out, see what they're all about. I believe we can look them up real quick, too. But I believe they kind of do a similar thing to Munkle. They're kind of uh, Belgian-inspired, I think. Let me look them up real quick. I should have just looked up everybody while we're talking about these things. But, uh, I shouldn't mumble when I'm saying stuff on the microphone on a podcast because you can't hear it. John's Island is where Fat Pig Brewing Company is. And why is there no description on Untapped? says here they've they've produced uh, 75 different beers but it doesn't give me any any description but i believe they mostly do belgian style beers which again is not my favorite style of beer but the stuff that i've had from them has been good and i wish i could see 75 beers uh, the Bearded Ronin, fantastic. Chocopotamus, I love that one as well. Imperial Pirate, Pirate Coffee, Black IPA is, is good. Uh, Bearded Ninja, yes, yeah, so I guess I do like some of their beers. Um, but again, not my favorite. I don't know. I don't drink enough of it to really give you an honest opinion of, of why I don't like uh, some of their beers. I mean, mainly I think it's mostly because a lot of them are Bel Belgian inspired, and that's just not really the style that I'm I, that I'm real privy to. But I don't know. 
Not my favorite out there, Fat Pig. I'm sorry. I love your logo. It's fantastic. I don't know anything about your spot, so I can't talk about your spot or your people or your staff or anything like that. But beer-wise, it's, you know, cheers to you guys, but it's just not quite my thing. I don't know. I don't know if this is helping anybody out at all. Uh, let's go back. We kind of sidetracked because they were uh, with Tradesmen for a little while, but let's go back to the uh, district here. Uh, Revelry. Revelry's fantastic, man. They've been around for a little while, for a minute. They have a nice location. They uh, opened up a rooftop here in the past uh, a couple of few years. I'm not sure how long the rooftop's been open, but just the original spot that they had is downtown as well was nice you know the lower location that they had the lower uh deck of this place was was good they do some uh, solid beers they don't have a, a a huge inventory of what they do but they do have a, a solid list of beers to choose from that are that are really good and produced really well and they taste great uh the staff has always been fantastic um, they always have uh music they have some great pop-ups and some food trucks and stuff down there is one of the where I first heard about uh, Two Nixon's Ramen, which is uh, one of my favorite ramen places around, which I think they have a storefront now. I don't think they're even doing pop-ups anymore. But uh, then they went and opened up this rooftop, and that just kind of took them to a new level. Literally, <laughs> a new level. They got these treacherous stairs that you have to go up on either side of the of the building. And the rooftop, man, just gives you these fantastic skyline views of the Charleston uh, uh, horizon skyline. You can see the, the Ravenel Bridge out there. You get some fantastic uh, sunrise and sunset views, mostly sunset. Nobody's out there at sunrise. They're not open. And um, it's great. They have uh, some fire pits up there, some gas fires. Um, the facilities are nice, uh, bathroom-wise. The staff has always been great. The upstairs is just phenomenal. It's, um, I feel like it's more of a younger crowd over there. So if you're of the older persuasion, of the older age, um, sometimes I feel like you get up there and maybe you feel a little out of place because it's kind of the yuppie, kind of younger, kind of posh crowd out there. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just a, it's a different crowd. And it doesn't always suit my fancy, but I love their beer. I love the location. Uh, they do fantastic stuff there, and we have them on tap quite often. We have uh, two of their beers right now. Well, actually, both of them just kicked. We had uh, the try uh, some kind of cranberry beer. I can't remember the name of it now. And we had the cake, the cake killer. Oh my God, the cake killer! I thought they did a fantastic job. I think it was a a play on the uh, Mexican cake at one of the other breweries we're talking about here. Uh, they called it Cake Killer. I thought he did a fantastic job on it. It really was a good play on, on the Mexican cake, uh, spiced out. Uh, went very quickly. People enjoyed it a lot. So, yeah, we always have those guys on. Uh, they do great stuff. If you hop right around the corner from them, around the back side, they have another location, which, again, I think this is one of those places that people think is a separate brewery. Um, but it's not. It's part of Revelry Brewing Company. It's a separate location, but it's still part of that same group, I believe. It's called The Hold. And I believe they mostly feature, uh, for sure, 
um, sour age or sour beers over there. Let's look that up real quick. Uh, revelry, revelry. Let's see what that says. The hold by Revelry Brewing. Let's see what it says here. Uh, didn't really tell me much, but as far as I know. I believe it's pretty much their sour location. If you want a sour beer, if you're not going to go to Evans Oast, go to The Hold. If you're looking for a sour beer in Charleston, one of those two locations is where you need to go. The Hold, fantastic, man. It's, it's almost like a little speakeasy type, little uh, tiny spot over there, like I said, on the backside of Revelry. And it's really cool. It's really unique. It's got a tiny, tiny bar, really cool glassware. They have all these um, sours on tap, and then they also have sours and bottles. You can open up a bottle and drink them there. Um, yeah, I believe it's just their souring facility, I think. I'm not I'm not sure about that. But me, personally, I like the hold more than I like the Reverie Brewing Company. Um, they're both fantastic, don't get me wrong. But I'm a sour guy. I like sours quite a, quite a bit. And I like the hold, man. It's kind of, you feel like you're in a special spot when you go over there to the hold. So check those guys out if you want a sour. If you want a little more uh, traditional beer, go over to the main brewery. Get up on the rooftop and take in the views. And uh, I think you'll be, you'll be excited. And also the, the rooftop kind of overlooks a, a kickball field out there, which some people just use it as a, a field to lounge around in when they're not doing kickball, but they also do some kickball tournaments out there. So it's kind of cool. If you've never seen kickball, go out there and check it out. Jesus Christ, this is uh, taking way longer than I thought it was going to take. We are 58 minutes in, and I still got a shit ton of beer to talk about, or breweries to talk about. Let's see. Let's move on to who else is down there in that area. How about Cooper River Brewing Company? Cooper River is down in that uh, brewery district area as well. I've only been there a handful of times. I'm not the biggest fan of Cooper River, if I'm being honest, which, again, that's what I'm here to do is to be honest and give my opinion. It's one person's opinion, guys. Calm down. I'm not a fan. Um, probably one of, the, one of my Beers that I will drink all the time from Cooper River Brewing when I see it out and about is the orange-infused uh, Blondale. That's probably one of my favorite beers I've had from them. And that's about the only one I drink around town if I see it. I've gotten some other stuff, and I'm just, I'm not a fan, guys. Uh, I apologize. I like their space. It's kind of cool as well. It's got a cool, cool view of the brewery when you go inside. It's got a beautiful bar. Uh, the staff is, is really cool and fantastic when I've been in there, but... I don't know. I'm just, I'm not the biggest fan of the beer. I mean, if we're talking tops and bottoms, they'd be one of the bottoms for me. I, mean, I got 27 breweries here, guys. Somebody has to be the bad guy. I'm sorry. And this is one of them. I'm just, you know, it, I would probably, uh, Fatty's is down there. Cooper River's down there. I'm sorry. Munkle, maybe Fat Pig. I'm not the biggest fan either, but it's in the bottom. I like one beer that I've had that I can really say I enjoy and the rest I'm not a big fan of, but check it out for yourself, guys. I know plenty of people that rave about Cooper River and they have a fan base. People go over there and visit them. They go all the time. 
I do not. I'm not a big fan. Hate me if you want to. What are you going to do? All right. Um, where to next? That was quick. Let's uh, let's go to Frothy Beard. That's what I'm looking at right now. Let's just do it. Frothy Beard, uh, they started off off of Ashley Phosphate Road. I'm not sure what the brewing system was at the time. One barrel, three barrel, some kind of barrel, small barrel, uh, small batch. I mean, you're talking about a, a vat, you know, this size, almost like a large chicken turkey fryer or whatever, and they would brew their batches of beer. They'd be there just stirring them in the, uh, in the location. No AC, no heat. Just hot as fuck in there in the summer when they're brewing and the heat's on or the heat's out, the sun's out, uh, cold as fuck in the wintertime. Um, you see some wrestling over there, some amateur wrestling. Very cool people, man. Some of the best people you could ever meet over there at Frothy Beard. Um, you know, at the original location, I think it's, I think there's the original three owners, I think. I, I'm pretty sure. But always had a great time. They always had great, uh, fantastic uh, gaming systems over there, old school gaming systems. Uh, very small tap room. I think there was maybe four seats at the bar, maybe five. Uh, a couple picnic tables. Uh, they would have live music there, singer-songwriters. Uh, like I said, the wrestling. They would have food trucks Food trucks pull up. I wasn't the biggest fan of their beer to start off with. They had you know, maybe two, possibly three that I enjoyed but they still weren't the best beers but you know you looked at what they were working with i mean they were doing the best that they could with what they were working with and they came out with some pretty decent stuff and we featured them quite often up there at homegrown when they were first starting out great people fantastic uh, people owners and um yeah now they've moved on they they've got an investor they moved on they moved to a new location a huge location over in west ashley and uh, they teamed up with a food truck at the time called Zombie Bob's Pizza. Now they do uh, beer and pizza. They've improved on the original recipes that they have done and kept uh, quite a few of them. They, I think they've tanked a, a couple of them. But um, uh, their new brewing system that they're using, they've, they've tweaked in these recipes. And they've, they've made these beers come to life. And uh, they do some very unique stuff as well. They're not your traditional brewers. They... they infuse um, out of this world ingredients into different things and, and they work for the most part and I think they have a following because of that because they're not your traditional uh, just IPA stout porter red amber all this kind of stuff they they try and do some unique stuff and some of it works some of it does not but for the majority of it I think it works and it works for what it is and they've expanded and they're doing great stuff with traditional styles now too they're doing uh, great porters and great stouts and uh, ipas and they've kind of gotten into the milkshake ipa game and they're doing great stuff with that so i enjoy frothy beard a lot of people it's not their cup of tea because they do use some some crazy adjuncts and do some weird stuff but i think it's phenomenal and their pizza is great uh, they got good wings over there it's a cool spot um, they still you know, play a lot of uh, nerdy type stuff on the TVs and they still have a bunch of gaming systems and they have a little play area for the kids and it's just a nice family environment. They used to do some music and some stand-up comedy and some things. I think they've stopped that. They do have the axe throwing. Um, I think they're right there pretty close to them, the axe throwing company. I can't remember the name of the company, but they do some axe throwing over there as well. A lot of cool events. 
Um, frothy, man, they're they're a good brewery. It, it, it's another one. If I was over there at Holy City at their old location, a lot of times I would pop back on the interstate and hop around the corner to uh, Frothy Beer and go check them out on the same day. And um, I think they're another one that's open seven days a week, I believe. So, uh, you know, if you're over that direction, you you can always pop in and, and have a beer and a slice of pizza. So, I like Frothy. They do good stuff. I would go check them out. Where are we at here? I'm trying to delete some of these as I go along so I can remember where I'm at. All right, let's go over here. So if you're in the West Ashley area, you've got a few different uh, options over there. Let's just talk about the big one. You got Revel, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Revelry. I'm deleting Revelry right now, so that's why that was in my head. But you have Westbrook. Westbrook probably, if you hear Charleston, um, if you're on the West Coast, if you're anywhere in the middle of the United States and you talk about Charleston, South Carolina, probably one of the people, uh, whoever you're talking to is going to say, oh, that's where Westbrook is. They're the, guy that, they're the guys that do uh, Mexican cake. And they'd be correct. That is who does the Mexican cake. That beer is distributed. <laughs> well, it's not distributed, but I think it's shared from east to west and probably overseas as well. Um, people seem to just love this beer and every variant that they do it. They do all kind of different variants from brandy barrel age to scotch barrel to um, bourbon to whiskey to rum. I mean, anything you can, any kind type of barrel you can put this beer into. It's an, it's an imperial stout. They'll put it in there and age it and it gets distributed all over the world. So probably one of the biggest uh, production breweries in town, I would think. I'm not positive on that. I don't know all the numbers. I'm not an expert on all that. I'm just telling you my opinion of the breweries and the beer. I'm not a big fan of the brewery location itself. Um, it's off of Long Point over there in West Ashley. It's a little cumbersome to get to, and the brewery is just kind of sterile. You know, it's I haven't had a real, real good luck with the staff over there. I don't know if it's... Just I've gone in on the wrong nights. I've only gone over there a handful of times, and it seems like every time I've gone over, I haven't had a great experience with the staff. Uh, they seem a little uppity and a little, like, too good to, to, to really serve you. That's just been my experience. The beer has always been good. Every time I've been over there, they do a solid job, on, especially their stout game is on point. Uh, they do some great sours. Um, I've had some good IPAs from them as well. They do a lot of great beer, and they do a lot of beer. They do a lot of different styles, um, and they do them well. But I'm not the biggest fan of the location, and I'm not the biggest fan the times I've been over there at the staff. But beer-wise, they do great. And, I mean, they're widely distributed, and they're probably, you know, one of the best-known breweries in, in the state of South Carolina. But I don't know. I don't go over there anymore. I've been over there a handful of times. I, I keep trying them out. Every time I go over, I'm just, I don't have a great experience. And to me, it's about the experience a lot of times more so than even the beer. You know, Holy City, I'm going to, you know, they don't have the best beer in the world or the best beer in the low country, but the experience I enjoy a lot from the people to the food, to the, to the other patrons that go there, to the vibe. Um, I don't get that, that feeling when I go to Westbrook. 
Um, so there's that. And that kind of brings me to my next brewery, which is over in that same area, which is Two Blokes. Um, I haven't had a bad beer from Two Blokes. I think they do a great job on their beer. The staff has been um, really good every time I've been over there. I don't have any problem with the staff, but I, you know, the location, I'm just not, I'm not a fan of it. It's in a strip mall. It's a little sterile as well. I don't know. I, I feel like if they moved out of there and moved into more of a brewery feel to it, more of a warehouse style thing and get out of that kind of sterile uh, strip mall that I might enjoy them more and maybe go visit, visit them more. I, like I said, I think their beer is good. I don't have a problem with it. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I really enjoy. I don't know. We have them on occasionally. They're at homegrown, but I, for right for some reason, off the top of my head, I can't think of a beer at the moment. But their beer is good. Um, the owners there are very friendly and very nice. The bartenders I've, I've encountered over there have been nice. I've only gone there a handful of times as well. Um, they normally have some food trucks. I don't think they have a dedicated kitchen. Go over there. Check it out for yourself. Again, it's not a place that I would frequent. Um, and you know, for one, it's kind of out of the way. Westbrook's out of the way. Two blokes is out of the way. The next one I'm going to talk about is a little bit further, a little bit out of the way as well. It's around the corner. You can kind of hit this uh, trifecta as well in that area. I don't know. I don't go often enough. Maybe I should go more. Maybe I'd like it more. I don't know, but um, I'm not a big fan of the space. If I'm being honest, the beer is decent. It's good. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. The next one right there in that trifecta I'm talking about is Ghost Monkey Brewery. Um, and this is where I think, you know, two blokes would maybe shine more if they were in a space like Ghost Monkey. Now, on the other hand, Ghost Monkey, I'm not the biggest fan of their beer. It's, it's middle of the road, nothing fancy. I haven't had anything that's really blown me away over there. Have I had good beer over there? Sure. Um... But it's nothing that's blown me away. It's nothing that I have to go back to Ghost Monkey to get that beer. I don't think we've had any Ghost Monkey on tap. I don't know if that's because they don't distribute. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen Ghost Mon Monkey on tap anywhere in town, to be honest. Have I seen Ghost Monkey anywhere? I don't think I have. I don't think they distribute. In, I don't think they're in any of the bars anywhere. So maybe that's why. I've, I've been over there, same thing, a handful of times. I, I dig the space. I think it's a really cool space. they got a couple pool tables, garage-style doors, open up warehouse feel to it. Uh, they usually have a food truck out there as well. It seems very family-oriented. They allow pets. Uh, there's always a lot of kids running around out there, which you know can be a good thing and a bad thing. depends on what you want and what your, uh, what your family life is like. If you have kids, then, yeah, that's good. Uh, they have really uh, comfortable seating. I like the seating over there. That's a good plus. Um, what else? I don't know. The beer, I just haven't been blown away by the beer. It's not somewhere I would go out of the way. If I'm over that direction, I'll stop at Westbrook. I'll stop at Two Blokes. I'll stop at Ghost Monkey. I'll try and hit them all at the same time. If they're open at the same time, they have some weird hours as well. But it's not something that I wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to Ghost Monkey today, or I'm going to Two Blokes, or I'm going to Westbrook. It's just one of those, if I happen to be over that direction, I'll go. So, I don't know. Like the space, beer's all right. 
uh, staying over in that same direction, Indigo Reef is uh, probably one of the newest breweries that's around. I have not been to their spot yet, so I can't give you any information on the location or the uh, space or the people. Uh, I have had at least a handful of their beers. I don't know. I'm probably 50-50 on, on everything I've tried so far. 50% I've liked, 50% eh, I could do without. Um, I'm, I'm an IPA guy. I, I, I enjoy a good IPA. I haven't really enjoyed most of their IPA game. Probably the best thing I've had from them is their, I think it's called the Wake Up uh, Coffee Blonde Stout, I think. Something like that. I think it's called Wake Up Call. That's probably been the the thing I've enjoyed the most from them so far. They're new. I don't know what their brewery situation is, brewer situation is, if they're new, if they've been brewing somewhere else or what have you. Um, I'll give them time to grow. You know, Holy City, I hated the beers, the, the premier beers, and now they're one of my favorite breweries in town. So I give everybody a shot. People have room to grow. They get better. They tweak recipes. They get... Um, feedback from shows like this and from patrons and and from asking questions and um that's what it's all about it's about growth and it's about um listening to your customers and just uh, getting better and not being um, arrogant and you know thinking that you know what you're doing and not listening to your customer you gotta listen to your customers but so right now, I'm on the fence about Indigo Reef. I still want to give them some time to, to win me over. But I haven't been to the location yet, for, number one, because it's a little out of the way. But number two, <clears throat> I just haven't really, <clears throat> I'm starting to get in that dry tickle and that soreness in my throat that's almost making me not want to even talk anymore. But I don't know. It's a place that hasn't really wowed me to make me want to go to their brewery yet. I keep saying I'm going over there, and then I'm like, eh, I'll go somewhere else. So there's that, I guess. Give them a shot. You might like them. If you're over that direction, definitely give them a shot. They're over there in the west, in the uh, Mount Pleasant area. So let's move on. Uh, Dockeries. That's over there on Daniel Island. Uh, Dockery's is a restaurant, but they, they they brew there in the restaurant. I I dig their beer. I like uh, their restaurant. It's a fantastic space. It is Daniel Island pricing. Let's put it that way. It's a little pricey uh, to go over there and eat. Again, it's it's a little out of the way. You know, one thing you have to go down five twenty six to get to a lot of these places I'm talking about right now over there in that Mount Pleasant area, and that's not a very popular. Um, interstate to be on people don't like it it's backed up all the time it's traffic it's a pain in the ass excuse me so you have to go over that direction to get there and uh, i'm just not a big fan of that but um the space is phenomenal it's a very cool restaurant it's a fantastic indoors fantastic outdoors again i think it's on the pricey side for for the food that you're getting the food is great i've loved everything i've eaten over there but um you got to have a wallet. You got to have a good job. <laughs> you got to have a good job to get over there and get it. Uh, every every time I've gone over there, I've ordered a flight because they have a, a plethora of beers. They have a good good selection of beer, and I haven't really had a bad beer from them yet. 
I don't think they're distributed as well. I, I, we've never had them on tap at uh, Homegrown, so I don't think that they're anywhere else except the brewery, which is fine. You don't have to, to get out there anywhere else. But <clears throat> everything I've had from them has been good. I, I really can't say I've had a bit bad beer, and I've had some really exceptional beers over there. Uh, a few of their stouts, uh, a few of their IPAs. Um, I think they had a really good uh, uh, black IPA at one time. Um, so I really enjoyed their beer. Again, a little pricey. The food is phenomenal. The space is phenomenal. They have live music. There's other stuff to do if you're in that area. You, there's walking trails. There's parks. There's other restaurants that you can um, go and check out. There's shopping. So you, you kind of you're kind of closed in. You can do a whole bunch of shit while you're over there. So it's a nice space if you just want to go over there and spend the day and uh, get some good food and some good beer. And if you got, you know, a, a good wallet is all I can say. All right. So Dockery's, I like them. Oh, man, we got a few left. Palmetto. Um, I think this is, I wrote down here, I think this is the third location of Palmetto. I believe Palmetto Brewing is the oldest brewing company in the Low Country. Let's look it up. Palmetto. Let's see if it tells me anything on here. Um, probably the Palmetto Amber Ale, I think, is their original brew. And it's their most popular brew. You'll find that on tap pretty much anywhere around town. Uh, making beer Southern style, unless we are drinking beer, so unless we are drinking beer Southern style or the surface good. Um, why didn't this thing tell me when these fucking things open? Does it tell me? I don't know. I believe. I believe this is the original brewery in, in uh, Charleston. Um, Catawba Brewery is a, they are now a, subsi a subsidiary of Catawba Brewing Company, which is out of North Carolina. Uh, they have, uh, says here they have 276 different beers. It's a lot of beers. I wasn't a huge Palmetto fan, um, to begin with. I really wasn't a fan of the, I, I'm still not a fan of the Amber Ale, to be honest. It's their most popular beer, but I'm not a fan. And now that they've, Combined with Catawba, I feel like I can appreciate their beer a little bit more. I think they're doing better stuff. I've been to the location, again, a handful of times. Their new location is is pretty phenomenal. I went down there recently within the last year, and um, it's got some cool space to it. It's got a few different uh, kind of intricacies, uh, different cubbies, things. Go down there and check it out yourself. I think you'll enjoy it. I, I really want to go down there more often. It's just, it's out of the way, man. It's downtown. I'm out here in Somerville. I really don't feel like going over there. But the last time I went there, I was like, wow, these guys have really stepped up their game. They're doing a lot better beer. Their beer is a lot better than what it was previously, and they have a lot better selection. Uh, you can also get some Catawba uh, beers over there. You get Palmetto beers. You get their collaborative beers. Um, they do a, a small batch series, which is really cool. Uh, the food was really good when I was there. They do live music. Uh, they cook their own food. I think they have their own kitchen there. So, uh, they've really stepped up their game. You know, they've got some more money invested into it. So I think, um, you're going to see bigger and better things from Palmetto going forward. Oh, did I just say going forward? I hate that saying because everybody uses that saying.
and, and business going forward is what people say. But So anyway, check out Palmetto. I think you'll like them. They've been around a long time, and they've been in the game for forever, and um, they've really stepped it up here recently. I think you'll like their location. I think you'll like their beer. And the people were good when I went down there. So, oh my gosh, guys, we've got a few more. Let's uh, speed this thing up. Coast Brewing, that's probably another original brewery here in town. Um, they're getting ready to expand. I've always loved Coast. I've loved their location. They're off the old Navy base over there in North Charleston. Um, really cool spot. They don't really have a proper tasting room. It was always just kind of standing room only. You go in there and get a pint and just stand around and drink it and get another pint. Then they kind of added some seating, a little bit of seating outside. Now they're getting ready to expand, and I think they're going to add a proper tasting room. Uh, they always had, uh, uh, I think it was called Brewvival. I think they did seven years of that maybe or something. So they had a nice uh, um, brew festival that they did annually over there. They've, uh, they're not doing that now. I think they're focusing on trying to do this expansion and, and, um, and kind of grow a little bit. I feel like they've kind of gone dormant here in the past couple of years or so. They're still still making their classic beers, uh, Hop Art and... Um, Dead Arm and I don't know what's the fucking other beers. I don't know. I can't even think right now. They do a Kolsch. Uh, what's their stout? They're really good stout. It's probably one of my favorite stouts around town. I can't fucking remember it. I could look it up, but we're running way long on time here. So, Coast, I love them. They were when people used to ask me what's your favorite brewery in town. I used to say Coast. I don't say it anymore because I think their space has just been dwarfed by the other breweries that have that have come on the scene. Um, their production, they, they have been doing the same beers, although very good. They're doing a very good job of these beers. They've been doing the same things forever. And I'm, I'm waiting to see them grow, add more production, add more... Um, beer through their lineup and um and catch up with the rest of these breweries that have come into town but they still do fantastic beer i would highly recommend coast brewing company and i can't wait to see what they do once they finally get their expansion going um snafu brewing company not the biggest fan they're over there off of Astro phosphate road i love their space i wish they would do more with it it's a huge warehouse it's a ton of a ton of potential in there, but uh, it's just kind of a wide open. They have a little small uh, bar. It kind of reminds me of the beginnings of Holy City, to be honest, if I'm if I'm thinking about it. So I think they've got room to kind of grow into that space and make it something worthwhile. I think they only do two or three beers. You know, it's it seems like they have a, a beer list that's bigger than that, but I feel like they do stouts, they do IPA, and they do a sour. And I feel like they do a variation of that stout. They do a variation of that IPA and they do a variation of that sour. And that's all they do. And they, they try and make it into 15 different beers, but it's really three beers, 15 different ways. That's how I feel about it. I don't, I don't feel like it's, um, I don't know. And they, they do those three things pretty decently. I'm not a big fan of the IPAs variants that they do. The sours are pretty decent. I would say their stout game is probably the best out of those three things that they do kind of in different ways. The space, 
needs to, to grow a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Whenever I go in there, I feel like there's just two or three of us in there. I think they they got potential, but they need to they need to to kind of pick it up a little bit. That's my opinion. Rusty Bull, I've been there again a handful of times. I'm not super impressed with their beer. I've had one or two things that I've really enjoyed. The rest, I don't know. There's something about the Rusty Bull beer that just there's some kind of flavor in there. There's something that I'm not quite happy with there's something i'm not enjoying and i feel like i tasted in almost every one of their beers i don't know if it's something in the brewing if it's something in the the sanitation if it's, it's the cleaner they're using if it's the water i can't quite put my finger on it but i love 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 their space um it's a little too close to the road montague avenue there but i love the space when you go in i feel like it's a a nice clean space it's wide open it's it's inviting um, I like the, the comfy couches that they have. I've never had a problem with the staff. The staff is great. Um, they do some food trucks as well, some live music, which is fun. But I'm just not, I'm just not a fan of their beer. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I can't even tell you one that I do like off the top of my head. There's just something, I don't know, there's something in, the, in, there's something in it I don't like. That's all I can say. Rusty Bull, I would say go, go try it for yourself and see what you think. I know plenty of people that, that go over there quite often. It's not for me, guys. I'm not a big fan. Um, but I like their space. And again, they've got room to grow. And I think they can tweak in their beers. But they've got to take some recommendations, I think. And... I wish I could tell you what I taste in there that I'm not a fan, that I'm not a fan of, and it's it's kind of what I tasted in this brewery that I'm going to talk about next, and they fixed it. So you might want to talk to those guys and figure out what they did. Oak Road Brewing Company, um, they're the first brewery in Somerville, South Carolina, and I think still only really, unless you count uh, the one I'll talk about next, but they're not uh, really in Somerville, I don't think, Dorchester County, but. Oak Road Brewing, when they first opened, I did not like them at all. You know, they're a, a German-centric, what they like to call German-centric style brewing company. And the same thing, when they first opened up, there was something in the flavor of their beer. It almost tasted like pool waters, is the way I would describe it. And maybe that's a little bit of what I taste at Rusty Bull. So I don't know where that flavor came from. You know, Oak Road, we've had those guys on the on the podcast here before, Brian and Ben. When they first started out, they kind of pieced everything together. It was very jerry-rigged, their their whole brewing system, real small batch. And um, I did not like their beer at all. I went over there and I would try them two, three, four, five times. I kept giving them a shot. They were right down the road from the house. They were Somerville's first brewery. I wanted them to be good. I wanted them to succeed. And I kept trying. And it, a couple of times I said, I'm never coming back to this brewery again. <laughs> quite a few times I said that and I would tell people oh don't go to Oak Road it's horrible and um, my camera just died again who knows what's going on I gotta wrap this thing up but anyway Oak Road way 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 better now they've stood the test of time I think they're going on five years now they've uh, fixed their flavor problem they are German centric 
They brew mostly uh, Pilsners and Lagers at this point. They've even stopped their IPAs and some other things they used to do. They do some variants throughout the year. Um, would I say they're my top brewery? No, I, I'm not. Still not the biggest fan. I, I think I, their beer, I don't know. It's a little less flavor than what I like in a beer. I mean, they can they call themselves a sessionable uh, brewery, so they are lower in alcohol. Um, so that kind of, I think, lessens the mouthfeel a little bit of their beer. But I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like some of their beer is just watered down to me. It just doesn't have the full flavor that I get from a lot of other beers that I consume. But they're very popular, man. I mean, they're they're one of the fastest growing breweries in the Low Country, and people love them, and I love them. I mean, I drink their beer. I'm just it's not my go-to brewery. If I'm if I'm gonna go somewhere, I'm normally not gonna go over there. If I'm in the area, if I'm around, and I'm over that direction, I'll stop in and have a couple beers, and I'll enjoy them. They're not something that I don't enjoy. I just feel like the only word I can think of is I feel like they're a little thin when I drink their beer. But the flavor's good. They, they fixed the flavor, the off-putting flavor that I didn't like to begin with. But, again, it's just not it's just not quite my thing. So, check them out. They're fantastic. Uh, the staff is great. They do fantastic uh, charity work. They um, are, are huge fans of first responders and military and uh, the military spouses, they're all military themselves or prior military. And <clears throat> they do a fantastic job at what they do, which is German-style beers. So if you like German-style beers, get over there and check them out. Again, if I go out the door to go somewhere, that's not my first choice. But it's not because I don't love them. It's just not maybe my style, you know, along with Munkle and, and Fat Pig and whatever I'd prefer to go and drink a different style of beer, I guess. So that's all I'd say there. Uh, Wide Awake, again, let's, uh, they're the first brewery in Berkeley County, and they're still they're kind of considered the second brewery in the Somerville area because they're pretty close. They're on the other side of the bridge, or the yeah the bridge. Um, I don't like their space. I'm going to be honest. Their space is, is not good. It's small. It's tiny. I think they're going to outgrow it. If they keep doing what they're doing, I think they're up to 16 to 18 beers on tap. They came right out the box and said, here, here, here's a ton of beer that we're brewing and uh, enjoy it. Taste it. I think they do a good job with their beer. Uh, they have beer, everything from light to dark and everything in between. Um, I haven't really had a bad beer from them. Are they phenomenal beers? I haven't really had a phenomenal beer, but they're all really good beer. Let's just put it that way. Um, I would say their biggest limiting factor at this point would be their space. I think they need to, to relocate and move into a better space. Again, I'm just one guy. This is just my opinion. Take it as you wish. But I would go over there and have a pint. If you're in the Somerville area, I would check out Oak Road and Wide Awake. I would hit both of those in one day. And um, you'll get some great beer. And you'll you'll be satisfied. And you don't have to drive all the way into Charleston. So, I'm trying to wrap this up. My, um, my camera is off, as you can see. Low Tide Brewing Company. Phenomenal spot. It's off of uh, James or John's Island, one of those fucking places. I don't know. 
Phenomenal spot. Um, middle of the road beer. Uh, people have been fantastic staff-wise. It's a huge spot. Fantastic spot. The location, location, location. I would give location to these people at low tide. I haven't had a bad beer. Excuse me. I haven't had a bad beer at low tide, but I haven't had great beer at low tide either. Take it as you wish. If you want a fantastic spot to relax and be close to the beach and get some of that salty air and uh, have a good time, bring your pet, have some good food, and drink some beer, go to low tide. It's worth it if you're out that direction. Again, I haven't been there that often to really give a, the, the best opinion of it, but I've enjoyed it when I've gone out there. I would say check it out. Lo-fi, I really have no opinion on. I've never been there. I really have no desire to be there. Um, the people that I've talked to have said um, they haven't really enjoyed it. I've had a few beers from them just uh, that I've uh, had on tap at different places. Haven't been overly impressed. Probably the, the most well-received beer that I know of that... Uh, that I've heard of that they do is the Mexican lo-fi lager. So if you like a, a good lager, I would say check those guys out. I really can't give you much more opinion than that. I don't know much more about them than that. The last one I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to wrap this up because I'm sure I'm boring the fuck out of everybody because I'm boring the fuck out of myself, to be honest, is um, FAMS Brewing. And I say this one from last because... From a beer standpoint, I would almost have to say FAMS Brewing Company is one of my favorite breweries out there from a beer standpoint. And you know what? Their location is fantastic too. And, and again, they're over there, James Island, John's Island, somewhere over there in the West Ashley fucking area. Um, it's part of Familiaris Pizza. So you're going to go over there and get fantastic pizza. They've got a fantastic menu. They've got a great space. They've got a, uh, an awesome outdoor space as well. They do live music, indoor and outdoor. Tons of TVs for your sports needs. Um, huge NFL spot. They do trivia. They do bingo. They do all these great things. But I'm telling you what, if if I was going to rate some of the best beer that I think is in the low country, I think Fam's Brewing, in my opinion, hands down, has some of the best beer out there. Um. I would say get out there and check it out. Have a slice of pizza. The cheese curds are out of this world. Get some of their beer. Ocean's Divide Imperial Stout that they make, that Justin makes over there, is to me one of the best Imperial Stouts in the Low Country, if not the best. And they do a great job at every other beer that they make. I haven't had a bad beer from these guys yet. I would say check out Fam's Brewing. I wish they were closer. I wish they would open up another location or just, uh, you know, put their beer at all their other fucking familiar locations where I can go get it on draft somewhere else instead of having to drive all the way over to there or find it on draft somewhere at uh, another bar somewhere. Fans Brewing Company, highly recommend it. I'm out of here, guys. I will talk to you soon.